Hello. Hello. I've got a message for you, and you're not going to like it. Greetings for death. No, you listen, you little bitch. You hang up on me again, I'll cut you like a fish, understand? Honey, come on over here, sugar bun. This machine just called me an asshole. Bond. James Bond. They're eating her, and then they're going to eat me. Oh, my God! What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. And Charlie Malfound. Alrighty then. of the Unholy Mofos. You know, had circumstances been normal, this probably would have been coming out in February 205, but uh, <laughs> circumstances, uh, yeah, have been a little bit weird this year. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> been a little unusual, I, I should say. Maybe a better word, I don't know. Nightmare. Well, it's not even just Difficult, weird. It's, it's all of us. The oh, whole yeah. fucking world. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <coughs> nice. It's weird, it's weird being in the same room with you guys right now. Masks off. Like, it was very strange. Like, looking in your face is strange. Knowing that we have to quarantine for two weeks. So we should probably, like, turn out a bunch of shows in these two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And speaking of, you need to be six feet apart from me, man. Back. Stop got, holding my hand. I got, I got, I got, I got. <laughs> I'm not touching you. Dude, don't lie. So, I'm cutting uh, Phyllis's head off with a chainsaw. <laughs> so today we are doing a few comedies. One called Road Trip and another called Without a Paddle. And goddammit, Scott, I think you are a genius because watching these movies back to back, I'm like, holy crap. Ethan Serpley is in both these movies. And I do not remember her name, but the chick who played the far distant girlfriend in road trip was in without a paddle as well as one of those hippie chicks yeah man these uh these these like uh what what's the one with the the get fucking the pie american pie road trip these these movies feel like um they were made like back in the day with, with very similar people like studio folks or whatever and they're almost the 
exact same comedy thing. <laughs> it's been been a while. I'm kind of dumb right now. My words will come. I promise. <laughs> I bet they will. Yeah. Well, these two are doing those movies. Me, I guess. Uh, well, months off. <laughs> I'm, I'm so used to saying week off. <laughs> uh, I think it's been a lot longer than a month. Yeah, it's been yeah. a while. It's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, so um, it really has been a while. What uh, what have we missed? Oh, my God, the world is on fire, and I'm not allowed to talk about it, but that's okay. <laughs> because, well, I mean, what? Everyone's getting fired. No one's getting rehired. People are retiring. There, there's no one driving buses. Braun Strowman, Scott. How did? Why, why did they fire him? He, I thought he was famous. I thought he was untouchable. Anyway, I, don't know. I want to talk about a trailer that came out. And well, before we talk about this trailer, oh, I see a guy over there named Peter. I want to say hello to Peter, but I want to say it in an evil British accent. I want to have like some robotic arms attached to me as well. Hello, Peter. Man, that fucking trailer came out forever ago. <laughs> goosebumps still. I'm, I'm I'm choosing to talk about it, Jake, and not the time dilations. Yeah, Goosebumps. Can't wait to see. I, I'm sorry. Who was it that uh, was making fun of the Tobey Maguire movies uh, in our little podcast family, extended family? Fuck that. I love Tobey Maguire. Okay? Spider-Man movies were good. Dick. Oh, <laughs> and, yo, not only did we get Doc Ock, but we see the uh, Green Goblin bombs. And hear Willem Dafoe's laugh. Oh, God, that laugh. And so um, I, I don't want to screw everything up, but I think I have a theory already just from the trailer. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, when the voice says, be careful what you wish for, Peter, everybody says, that, oh, it sounds like, you know, so-and-so. It sounds like Tony McGuire. It sounds like this guy. It sounds like that guy. I think it sounds like fucking Mysterio. Uh, it sounds just like Jake Gyllenhaal. I'll have to go back and listen to that part of the trailer. Yeah, it's. I, I think that's Mysterio's voice. Well, yeah, he deceives people, so he could have deceived people of his death as well. Who knows? Nah, he did. <laughs> they kill people in the MCU now. Didn't you see that? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I mean, I Chad, they have to too, by the way, because Chadwick's not coming back. They have yeah, yeah. to kill people. Yeah, especially in the What If universe, which I imagine we'll talk about <laughs> in a bit. What if we get What if we get into that in a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, oh, I just want to also say that I don't know. They're I've heard back and forth like McGuire and Garfield are not going to be in this movie. Oh, they are. But I just want to say. If both of those guys are in this movie, we need to see a live action version of that Spider-Man meme, you know, where we got two Spider-Mans pointing to each other. <laughs> we we need to see that. I mean, that was in the uh, after the credits sequence of Into the Multi, nah, not the Into the Spider-Verse, but we need to see a live action version of that shit. <laughs> I need to see a live action version of Tobey Maguire beating up Andrew Garfield. <laughs> and I need I need to get some meta commentary about how you know I've I've heard of your universe and it's fucking terrible and it ruined everything I did. <laughs> Sam Raimi, his name was Sam. <laughs> oh, let's just say I've already said if I see one movie this year, it's going to be Halloween Kills. But okay, maybe I need to make it two. <laughs> I mean, we're risking life and death. For I've gone to the movies. 
last week on. What the fuck? That's why we're sitting in this room together, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still here. Then, yeah. Another trailer. I'm sorry, I just wanted to, one more thing. I think it's going to be a really fun. Uh, what? what? Uh, before the Flash comes out, we're going to get our, our Marvel, you know, situation. So I, everyone seems to, you know, when I wear my long, my, my long hair, everyone's got long hair. When I wear shorts, everyone wears shorts. They they copied the unholy mofos. But what I'm saying is, it's good that the MCU is getting on the ground floor and they have laid the work with the television and and, and really COVID. They use this this lockdown to launch this the phase four. Maybe it just happens to be a coincidence. Launching this phase four where it's like, you can sit in your room and be in thousands of different universes if you just, you know, close your mind and clear your pineal gland. Multiverse of madness. Whoa. whoa. And speaking of, whoa. See another trailer. Another trailer that dropped. Matrix Resurrections. And I made this joke on Facebook. I want to say it here again. I just cannot wait for the scene in Matrix Resurrection where we get Busted Rhymes coming in and being like, I ain't paying you to dress up like Agent Smith. I'm Agent Smith, motherfucker. Why isn't that funny to me? What am I missing? I love Busted Rhymes. I, I'm a huge Matrix fan. Is that an internet meme I'm missing? Halloween. Resurrection. Oh, right. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> Buster Rhymes isn't in the movie, right? No, he's not. Uh, again, no, it, was just, a, it was a straight Halloween reference, apparently. Yeah, it's just a, a joke, just because it has resurrection in the title. Yeah. Oh, all right. I, See, so I made the connection. <laughs> Once you explained it to me, Scott, I made the connection. But after you explained it to me, you made it clear you didn't make the connection. That was awesome radio right there. <laughs> I just, just want to say that. Yeah, man, I am I am a Matrix guy. That that movie came out, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very prominently in life. Right, I was I was I was a, I was a pretty old teenager at that point, slinging slinging the world over my shoulder, shall we say? And that movie changed everything for me. That, that was the it. first movie that I dissected and overwatched to the point where I for for a decade or more now, I can't watch it. There's, there's just too much wrapped up into the experiences of what was going on in my life when I was fucking, yeah, that movie with my metaphorical <laughs> dick. <laughs> I got to say, it looks so different, too. I mean, yeah, I guess it's really been like about, what, 20 years since the last movie, but, you know, let's No, the, the, color, the, the color grading is different because at the end of Revolutions, the green went away when it became Satis. Ah, uh, yeah. Seventh okay. incarnation, and it was turned into the golden sunshine. And so there's a lot more use of the HD... I'm sorry, I could go on. This could, this could be a, a, this is Scrooged in my mind. In your guys' mind, it's Scrooged. It's so long and ridiculous. If we get into the Matrix situation, it's going to be different, different. And of course, a lot less uh, sunglasses and leather. It looks like no, but yeah. there is a scene in the trailer where, oh God, I love these actors. They don't even look like themselves. Um, uh, the the chick, the 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 actor from uh, Iron Fist, the girlfriend, she's the rabbit. She has to put glasses on at night because the door is 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 like too bright and nothing in the first three movies they're just wearing sunglasses tonight because they're oh it's the 90s we're cool fucking awesome <laughs> scott anything mm, no not shocked by that comment <laughs> <laughs> i mean i've watched the movies but i've never really you know i have to dig deep into this fucking franchise oh my god the meanings the the little, you know, synchronicities. And, uh, that was never me. Okay. 
and I can I can appreciate that, but I mean I that was this Descartes. It was fucking Hegel. It's it's, it's fucking ontology. It's fucking the, the study of metaphysics. Why do we exist? Is there a reason that we exist? Do we actually exist? Is this a simulation, or are we real? But everything we focus on is a simulation of real. Like we're here. We can we can prick our fingers and bleed, but you know we choose to play video games or read a book rather than go outside. Yeah. Boom. Mind blown. See, now Scott's a different person. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Uh, and what's so sucks about doing a, a show two months later is like I should know a lot more other things that happened, but uh, I'm blanking right now. I mean, bears. What's that? Bears. I said, who cares? Bears, Beats, <laughs> Battlestar Galacta. Bears are playing tomorrow night. Oh, yeah, are the football. Bears your team? Uh, yes. I know. I watched the first quarter. Um, I know we're, we're rambling here, but I watched the first quarter of the, the Dallas and, and the Buccaneers game, and Tom Brady at 44 is fucking the best quarterback still. I mean, mm-hmm. son of a bitch, just, just, just I don't know. I, again, I only watched the first drive when they scored, but he just he just took his time on pop, 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 goal. He he hit the he hit the contra code. You know, he was just he was playing at Madden. That dude was just chilling. Thinking about Brett Favre at forty one, three years before that dude sucked. I know everybody hates Tom Brady. But yep. they hate him because he's generally good at the game still. Just always. It's weird. I hate him because he was a complete cheater for fucking almost ten years. Twenty. Oh yeah. The fact that he has as many Super Bowl rings is uh, a sham. And he's also a well. I can't talk about politics, can I? Fuck. He likes that orange <laughs> potato. He likes oranges. He likes his oranges and his potatoes. Yeah, I know. Makes him a piece of shit. But just just lost no viewers there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, but um, it's just it's it's. I, I'm looking forward to the Matrix, even though, and this is where I got I got to step back. It's like the Force Awakens, man. Is Lana fucking with us? It looks like a fucking reboot. I mean. I'm not going to lie, it did look pretty cool. Um, I think it really didn't give too much away. Ah! I mean, you get to see some really cool scenes, and then you just, it's like nothing but action, Disagree. from what I remember. Well, how many times, I only watched it once. How many times did you watch the trailer? I only watched it once. That's why oh, I can't really gave, think of it too much. I think I they gave the show away. I think I know, I think I know exactly what's going to happen. I watched it once, and I watched it on a low volume because Sleeping Baby was next to me, so I... Yeah, all I really know is what I saw. I didn't really hear much. I heard the um, very. I mean, it, it it honestly does look pretty cool. I heard the techno-y version of White Rabbit. That's all I heard in that trailer. Yeah, man, and that's a good choice because you know, one pill makes you larger, the other one makes you small. The entire premise of Alice in Wonderland, aside from his his joy of naked children and images and fucking weirdo Lewis Carroll. It's all about through the looking glass. What do you know? What do you experience? What's strange? Is this real? How do you define real? Anything else? Am I am I missing? I know I'm missing a lot, but yeah, there were other trailers. <laughs> Hang on, right? I, we we my, should my really shit. just have you write them down. Like I, a new I, trailer I, came out. Boop. <laughs> put it on a checklist or I, something. I, I put it on the to, fridge. I used to do that too. <laughs> you know when we were you know a lot more regular, but. Um, I thought more trailers. Oh, the Wheel of Time. Eh. Yeah, I don't really know about that. So it's, I, a, it's a fantasy series coming out on Amazon before their um 
Lord of the Rings. Uh, how about the the James Bond trailer? Anybody watch the James Bond trailer? Uh, no, I have not. Uh, Me fucking neither. <laughs> the new one actually makes it look really cool. Oh, so not gonna lie. Okay. Moonfall looks weird. Yeah, we hit it. We're good. Okay. <laughs> What's everybody been watching the last two months? Well, I'll go first this time. No, Scott, go ahead, fucker. Well, last week I went to go see Shang Chi in the movie theaters. Okay. Again, um, that's why we're all sitting next to each other. <laughs> it was a pretty good movie. Happened to go to lunch the day after, and he's like, "Oh, hey, I wanted to go see this movie," and boom, we have to fuck the police come and everything. Dude, this is this is crazy. <laughs> you guys are really handsome, though. <laughs> Thank you. Like, well, yeah, uh, that was uh, it's a very weird. How many people were in the theater? Movie. Oh, it was almost packed. God damn it, man! <laughs> it was. There Am was, I allowed to ask if you're know, vaccinated? Like, is that illegal as well? It is illegal, and no, no I'm it's not. not. It's not illegal to ask somebody if you have it's against HIPAA. It's it's against HIPAA. <laughs> um, so let me stop being a dick. I haven't seen it. Jake, have you seen it? Not yet. All right, go ahead. Give us all the spoilers. You know Jake loves that shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it, it starts out as a pretty interesting movie. Um, without spoilers, there's a lot of kung fu action fighting. No. Um, no way. I went in not knowing shit about the movie. You know, just ex- but everybody's saying, you know, they loved it. And you know, any oh, everybody, right. so anybody like, who's yeah. seen it and everything, you know, they they loved it and you know, I was so like, you, you know, didn't what? know nothing about plot or anything, but you hear that yeah, you heard good pretty things, much. Yeah. And so I went in not knowing anything and Oof, let me tell you, <laughs> the MCU is really taking some uh, some leaps with this one. They're really uh, going. Well, they out gotta there. get they gotta get to the multiverse. Well, what do you mean by with, ah? See now, Jake, Jake, Jake is gonna get mad. <laughs> what, what do you what do you what do you mean? Uh, all right, now look, I was I was I was an educator of you once. Be creative, but don't be you know specific. Dragon what do you mean weird? Dragons. Remember that movie Dragon Wars that we did? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's think, all you get. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's John, what you get. John, you might have been on hiatus when we did that one. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember Dragon Wars. I think I remember seeing it. it's like on like a super duper BC movie. We did that with Rain of Fire. Netflix. Yeah, I, didn't I? I did Rain of Fire, didn't I? No, I didn't. I like no. Rain of Fire. No, because I remember. I think that was like. See, when I have a kid, I'm on hiatus. When Jake has a kid, everything has to shut down because that motherfucker does everything. Okay, now it's out there, you all know. We've been texting it back and forth for years. No, Jake does everything for us. Um, no, but it, but again, yeah, it was like super, like, like almost like Disney CGI, dragons flying around, stupid shit. Something like that, yeah. Okay, so, so when you say they're taking a leap, are you saying that, they're, like, it's like... They're really going out there with mythology and shit from the Asian cultures, or like yeah. their CGI is bad. I mean, there's there was some pretty bad CGI moments in the movie. I'm Damn, not gonna I lie, that. that's not good. I mean, there were there were a couple of spots where it's just like you know it's CGI. It's not practical at all. I mean, Black Panther had some moments like that too. Like yeah, the final fight scene. But that was it, really. Wasn't yeah. It? couple things here because they're, they're i mean you got to minimize you don't want to have that i'm sorry ben affleck and your fucking daredevil god awful <coughs> but see that's why i told me why spider-man pretty good that that cgi holds up because it's pretty bad <laughs> but uh yeah I'm, I'm not gonna say anymore uh it's it's definitely worth a watch i it definitely okay. there there's a lot of 
I think it was a really good story. Fathers and Sons, baby. Fathers and Sons have been proven. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 is, I think, one of the best in the entire MCU. Yeah, this one is definitely up there as one of one of the better MCU movies. Nice. Oh, okay. All right, that's that's a bold statement. Yeah, kind of at least wish this one got to Disney Plus. Oh, well, they're trying something. They're trying to see if they can uh, make more money in the theaters, and as so far, it's working. Is it so, though? How do we don't know? expect Eternals? When they charged me forty bucks for fucking uh, Black Panther, or whatever it was, thirty bucks. Yeah, I, I, I now own the the access to the movie in, in perpetuity. But you know what's funny? It's thirty Next bucks. Month, I'll be able to watch it for free. You know, I know. And again, that's, that's um, <laughs> well, the movies that they used to you can buy them on Amazon. Like, so they've been doing that for a while. But my thing is, the wife and I go to a movie, we spend about thirty bucks, right? But if you take your whole family to the movie. You're spending, you know, 15 bucks on, on, on your adults. Let's say you got two kids that are above 10. Cause you I mean, want I can MCU. understand. Are you watch, doing like a watch party? You're inviting like 20 people over to watch it. Then it might be worth it. No. But, I mean, because you're not doing just that you time, and someone else or whatever, you know. But that, that's okay. That's a good point. But in this time of COVID, they, they, they probably countenance that. or They, they calculated that. They, people can't do that. It's illegal if they do that or they'll die if they do that. So is it a good idea? Is it a bad idea? I, I'm, I, you know, I think it's a bold move by Scarlett Johansson. Good for her. She's got a little baby with Colin Funny Man Jost. I, I, you know, hey, they killed me off. I want my last paycheck to be bigger. That's fucked up. They lied to me because COVID. I, you know, it's weird. But I'm with you. Uh, I, I definitely would have bought it if it came out on, on on the plus, man. I'm I'm afraid to go to the theaters. I'm that guy. It's it's definitely worth watch. So. What else? Definitely, what else definitely want to talk about it when you guys see it. Um, other than that, I have not gone to the theaters to really see anything because, eh, not, not really a whole lot <laughs> to go see. Um, so I've been home. I've been watching uh, a lot of shit. Uh, got through King of Queens. I know Jake's not gonna be too happy about that one. No. Nope. <laughs> not a fan, Jake. <laughs> he does not like Kevin James. No. Why? What's your problem, with Big Man? I, I thought we've established this like many, many times. I, I just don't think he's funny. And, you know, I watched what uh, Paul Blart and I was like, well, that was a huge waste of my time. And then, I don't know, there's that other one he did. That one he did with Vince Vaughn. And, well, that one was kind of funny. There were some funny parts, but the funny part. I liked him in Hitch. I think, like, he's charming and cute, but I don't think he's, like, I, I've never seen a stand-up. I I watch King of Queens for Leah Remini, or Rhymes, or whatever. You know, the Scientologist. The ex-Scientologist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, um, I, I was never I was never going to sit down and watch King of Queens. So why did you sit down and watch the entire thing? It's on Peacock. There it is. Why'd you climb that mountain? <laughs> it's, it's over there? I don't know. <laughs> it's there. Why not? Um... Other than that, just uh, a lot of ghost adventures has just been on on the side. Um, yeah, Jake, he tried to he tried to just, send me a short a story that he's been writing, and it didn't come through. But I, I, you know, ghost hunters kind of thing, like where they're going in and like, you know, we're looking for ghosts. Did you hear that? Run down the <laughs> oh my god, there's a warm liquid running down my leg. Oh my god, <laughs> you, you peed on me? Did you pee on me? <laughs> I, I don't know, man. Like I used to love that shit when I was a kid, but and I enjoyed the movie that we that we watched with the um, the asylum and the 
it, it actually was haunted. Well, yeah, like, um, Grave Encounters. Grave Encounters. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I can remember about that episode is how my audio disappeared the second half of the movie. I mean, my audios. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so it was just Sean and I. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the best parts of that episode was like when you guys would be responding to something I said. <laughs> Especially we when... not professionals. <laughs> Especially the one part I do in a knock knock joke and Scott's doing the whole Tracy Morgan and cop house thing like, no, 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 no. But Yeah, I remember uh, that, Sean. Don't don't say it, Sean. Don't you say it. <laughs> and then but you know, you don't hear me, so you just hear Scott going out of nowhere. No. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> At least it made it funny. <laughs> did you uh did you read the other one I sent you? I, they didn't come through. I told you they didn't come through. But you told me the premise, and so I, I, I was I was thinking about how much I do. No, I, that's right, the second one I work. I need on. to the find. I need. I need to find a yes or no question to this. It's not. Do you believe in ghosts? Right. I don't like that question. But like you know, do ah, it's it's tough. The wording's got to be right. Do you respect and or fear that there is something beyond you? I'm asking you, motherfuckers. No. So you don't I believe do. in ghosts. Jake does. No, I do. I'm in this. I'm in this. This like I, I'm. I'm sitting on the fence, and it's and it's cutting my taint. Like it's it's a terrifying <laughs> thought in my head. Like no, I don't believe in fucking ghosts. But why not? I have. Seen why shit not? Ever. Let's let's do it anyways. <laughs> I have seen, seen shit. some shit. Don't turn you. Why? <laughs> right, is that it? Is that it for what we've been watching? That's okay. that's mine here. Let's just go with Scott's and move on. <laughs> I did. I hit off. No, you didn't. Oh, shit. I didn't turn the oven off, guys. I, I ruined dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. What I, what I, I thought I hit off. What did I push? Idiot. <laughs> oh, God. Well, the chicken, the chicken is thoroughly done. Um, what have I been watching? Uh, Peacock, thank you uh, to my subscription that I pay legally. <laughs> Uh, lots, lots, of, lots of the office. I watched SummerSlam '92 in, in honor of its summer, and everybody's fucked up in that show. Davy Boy Smith was fucking smoking crack the day before. Uh, Hawk was fucking lit, and, and apparently cra- didn't crash his motorcycle, but pulled it right up to Animal's leg and put the hot engine on his on his on his like calf. And he said his his little wrestling boot was was burnt to his calf, and he had to peel it off. Oh. Yeah, Macho Man Randy Savage and Ultimate Warrior having a little rematch with Mr. Perfect and Ric Flair. Just classy shit for my, my, my 10-year-old little self. Wembley Stadium. Other things that were watched that were that were fun. I watched the Rush Hour movies, the first one and a half with my oh. wife. Oh, man. See, now now people can comment because y'all know that yeah. shit's... Now, I, I mean, honestly, I haven't seen the third one, but yeah, I've seen the first two. Yeah, The third one is like, meh. The first one, I, I, I you know, I, I went on a date with one of my first girlfriends when I could first drive, or maybe my buddy could drive, but it was a knee-slapping motherfucking comedy that still resonates and, and is respectful. It, the jokes hold up well, and they're racial, not racist. Motherfucking Chris Tucker, God bless you, man. Um, it was just a, a joy, right? And so watching the, the Matrix trailer also with the wife... Um, you know, I, I said before, and I watched it up till a certain when, when in the trailer when it says this Christmas, that's I, okay. So I watched it one and a half times. 
Uh, that's when I stopped watching it. I was like, oh, let me watch it with the wife. Because I think it's a reboot and it's just a money grab and it's dumb. After the this Christmas, they started doing the 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 um the the Matrix score with the White Rabbit theme. Oh, my goosebumps were popping. I could not I could not have I could not ignore the goosebumps that were popping and, and my Brian my Brian doing things. Oh, I can't wait. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what else? That's a fucking cocoa melon. Oh my god! Oh, all of the cocoa melon. What yeah. the hell is that? A kid show. It's literally it's a toddler show. It's it's bright, huge, brilliant colors. HDMI and 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 this new TV is awesome. Um, with songs, um, nursery rhymes and other little you know songs that are very short, but the episodes are fucking a task to get through. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I'm lucky because my son likes The Office, and and also so we've been watching Superstore. Um, great oh, okay. Superstore. Yeah, we we're still kind of holding off on The Office just because we watched so much of it, and, and it just seems like lately when we do try to get back into it, oh, it's on seasons eight and nine. Oh no, thank you. <laughs> yeah, we got to build up to them shits. You can't just pop in after a while. And yeah, those are those are some rough seasons. The final two seasons after Michael left, of course. As soon as the the theme music starts to play, my my son pops up, runs around, and says, "Oh, da 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 da." It's awesome. Uh, what else? Little Roderick loves The Office. There's been movies in my life, but I can't remember what we've been what we've been having. Mo- oh, last week during the the Labor Day weekend, we had movie night every single night, and you know phones were away, and you know babies were on chests and sleeping and just being very. Oh, it was great. We watched. Jaws, there it. We watched Jaws three, you guys. Oh boy, <laughs> she, never, she loved it. We love it. Was so wonderful and cheesy, but like if Scott knows, my wife is the kind of movie watcher where okay, if I'm paying attention to this movie, the director's got me in the palm of their hand. And so just the opening scene in Jaws three, my wife is like, "Well, what's going to happen to the swimmers?" <laughs> I was like, "Yes, okay, so we're going to have fun. We're going to enjoy this. This is going to be fun." And then she's like, um. His name is Sean. I'm like, yeah, he's that Sean Brody. He's the son of the the guy in the first one. She's like, oh, so it, it's it's very vaguely connected. I'm like, yep. So they can fit Dennis Quaid in this bitch. She's like, okay, that's dumb. <laughs> and but when they showed the scene of the people walking through the lagoon in the in the tunnel underneath, come on, man, everybody wants that. That's awesome. Even though you probably couldn't see for more than five feet. So like the Megalodon movie was more accurate than this movie. <laughs> um. Yeah, so less so do I remember the movies that we watched, but the experience of watching them was fucking fantastic. Um, I do remember, I think, in our group chat, she told me to watch Suicide Squad. Or oh, thank you, yep. We the watched the Suicide, Suicide Squad. Yes. That's a recommend. It's, I mean, James Gunn is awesome. It's, it's, it's like the music makes the man, you know? You, you put the, the fun, silly music, that you match it up with the, the cinematography and the plot, and then the acting is just fucking ice cream in this one. They're, they're having so much fun. Yeah, I can just remember the beginning of that movie. He's like, oh, yes, Michael Rooker. Oh, yes, Boomerang are back. And oh, I'm not going to say more. <laughs> well, this is the Suicide Squad, and, and, and all of the, the promos leading up to it, it's like, hey, expect everyone to die, including Margot Robbie. She could, so just you know, sit back and have fun. Let it, let it, let it, let it happen. Of we course. know that she doesn't die because she's in all of them. And of course, the best parts of that movie, though, were obviously um, Stallone as King Shark. This movie's version of, I want to say Hulk, but 
also this movie's version of Groot as well. And Shark. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, How do you say his name? I I don't know. None of the way. Oh, which reminds me, I also watched uh, uh, the Harley Quinn uh, TV series on HBO. It's got Kelly Kuko. And that shit is awesome. Really, really good. At one point, either uh, in the second season or late in the first season, they have like they start an episode with two fucking just um, very I, I don't know how, uh, just ignorant white dudes are, are like oh fuck this Mary Sue show and it's so stupid and this and that and blah 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 I hate this but you know we should watch the next episode and it, it's just it's it's stunning and they and they they don't fucking hold back at all it's completely R rated there's there's cartoon titties there's swearing there's ridiculous. It's blood and gore, and there's lots of fucking like holy shit! You killed that villain. That guy's dead now. Oh, okay. Kaylee, Coop, Kaylee, Coop, Kaylee Coop. plays her. Yes, that's that's kind of funny because and like I think one of the other DC animated movies, uh, she could play Bernadette on Big Bang plays her. Yes, yes, I watched some of that one. It's not bad. Oh, there's all the cartoons on HBO Max with the DC are a lot of fun, but uh, well, DC's always been good with the animated stuff, but their live action has been terrible. Like well, you also you you stop giving chances, dude. You didn't watch the Snyder Cut, and you have access to that now. You should watch the Snyder Cut. No. See, no. then then shut the fuck up. I I will not go anywhere near Batfleck. It will never happen. Then don't tell me that the entirety is bad news because you don't watch it and you don't have an opinion that matters. Like when I talk about heavy metal music and shit like that, I don't like it. Blah blah blah. I don't listen to it, so I know that when I'm saying it, I'm just being an asshole, and I have no. Validity, in my opinion. But I like being an asshole about not watching this Snyder Cut. <laughs> That's a good point. Other best part of that movie is uh, John Cena and Idris Elba's dick measuring contest. I just, John Cena is wonderful. I never watched him as a wrestler, and I'm glad that I, I, I was too old for it because he's so, he's so, he's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see him, but I know that he's cute. <laughs> Scott, explain to me you can't see me. I was trying to tell the wife. She's like, "What? What is that about? Why can't you see him? What's what? What is that? Is that?" So I, my thing is, I don't know. Like, you can't see my talent. You can't see me. I'm I'm beyond your vision, it's, kind of thing. I don't know. It's just one of his gimmicks. I know it's a gimmick, dude. But you watched it. What? It, all right, never mind. Asking too much here. It's, it was what he would do before he would do his finishing move. Never mind. I'm saying never mind because that's not connected to a promo. It's not connected to building up. Never mind. I'm saying never mind because no one knows. <laughs> Nobody can tell me. Nobody can see him. There it is, right? And so it, it works. All right. Um, also, oh, some some wrestling documentaries. Uh, the Dark Side of the Ring on Jake Roberts. <sighs> God, that God bless uh, him. Scott and I met this dude, and and he's alive and well, and we can say that that he's a human being, and God bless him. Fuck. He hasn't been on TV in I don't know how long. Ooh, that's not good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not good. Remember I said it? Oh, fuck. He's got some success. Oh, shit. Well, too, it's too easy. Just, there's too many people on the roster, so. Oh, okay, good. He fell into the vent. and. Well, his voice is shot, dude. He used to have that fucking smooth, I'm going to draw you in. But now it's like I am Harley Race or something. Anyway, Scott, I'm done. Jake, what have you been watching? Okay, so obviously we have to get what it off of the. Yeah, that too. Our, shit. Yeah, I was. Uh, yeah, I watched that. So I would say, uh, I still haven't seen the Marvel Zombie ones yet. I'll I'll try to get to that. But yeah, I would good, say I didn't watch that one either. I'm kind of scared. 
I would say probably my favorite one is T'Challa as Star-Lord. Oh my god. Because almost makes everybody's uh, like life a little bit more happier. Almost to everybody. I mean, you know, Drax, he's still with his family and he's not a destroyer. Tears. Streaming tears. I, I cried of happiness so many times laughing out loud. I woke up my daughter and shit. Like, Thanos, it's just sometimes you gotta have a good argument. Yeah, he's no longer inevitable. <laughs> also, I wouldn't say it was a happy time for everybody because, you know, you you look at the collector's uh, collection, it's like, oh, uh, there's the majority of the Avengers stuff in there, including Thor's hammer and Captain Shield. So I'm guessing they didn't have a happy ending in this universe. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. And I will just say, though, also, God damn that Doctor Strange episode. Oof. I heard it was yeah. very, very dark. Oh my God! Everybody, everybody says that, but I just watched it. Like, yep, that's what happens. Because I've been there. Yeah, I mean, man, I I got the same feelings at the end of that. I got after watching Infinity War, man. Oh God. See, but that's why I loved the Matrix, right? Philosophy and the study of self and and what we do to ourselves and the borderline psychology of how you refuse to move forward. And so you're stuck in one scenario and you repeat it over and over again. And this isn't a metaphor. I'm not talking about like sometimes when you no, like you refuse to let your mind break away from something or someone, then you have isolated yourself entirely from everyone and everything that can save you. And there you are stuck on the rock bottom of your little well, encapsulated with a crystal of everybody get the fuck away from me. And Tom Petty wrote a wonderful song called Walls. Where there's a line where it's like, you know, uh, all around your island, there's a barricade, keeps out the danger, holds in the pain. Fuck yes, I love that episode. But it really didn't, it didn't strike me until I'm talking to you guys right now about, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I can't remember last, if last time, did I mention I was watching the Fear Street movies? Yes. Yeah. Okay, I, I guess I did, yeah. Well, I finished the last one now, too, and. Ah, love this trilogy. I mean, they're kind of different from the books they're based on, but of course, I'm not going to be one of those people like, oh, it's not like the books. Yes, you are. You just were. (laughs) (laughs) No, not. Well, no, not in a snippy way, but you do. Yeah, you're you're, you're a podcaster and a commentator. So, yeah, you got to mention there's a difference between the books that you enjoyed and the movie that you also enjoyed. There's nothing wrong with that. Well, yeah. And, you know, as long as the movie is still entertaining and you know, something I didn't even realize until I watched, like, the a video about the first movie. The first movie has a lot of screen references on it. Yeah, somebody told me it was basically just a screen parody. I wouldn't say screen parody. I mean, it's... I would say it it's takes just, place in the 90s, right? Isn't that yeah. the 90s one? Yeah, so that that's the best horror movie of the 90s, frankly, isn't it? Yeah. There I mean, go. I would say, like, it paid homage to screen, you know, just like... Screen paid homage to Halloween and stuff. And you know what? I was, I just saw this, you know, back in 1960, Psycho comes out. About 20 years later, Halloween comes out and pays some homages to it, you know? Sam 20 years later? I thought, wasn't Halloween in 70? 70, I, I said 78. Almost. Oh, yeah, no, you're right. I'm sorry. I thought 72 for some because of the, uh, the Exorcist. And then almost 20 years after Halloween comes out, Scream comes out and pays some homages to it. So, yeah, I say it's about time we got another horror movie that comes out 
and pays homage to the next one. His handing of the torch. That's how I see it. I love that drinking game that Jake just played about. Every time he says homage, <laughs> take a drink. And every time he says homage, take two drinks. <laughs> if yeah, he says homage, then you got to finish. Oh, oh my. <laughs> yeah, speaking of cop out. <laughs> um, and of course, just like, uh, just like Sean, well, instead of Coco Melon, it's been Baby Shark, Baby Shark Space oh, Adventures. <laughs> Baby Shark Space Adventures. Oh God. <laughs> is that like a, is that like a, a serialized show or is that like just a YouTube it's just, channel? It's just one movie on Netflix. Him and his buddy Pink Fong go to different planets, a dinosaur <laughs> planet. <laughs> that sounds as bad of an idea as it is as sending a killer whale to the moon to reunite with this family. <laughs> well, dude, that sounds like an excellent idea. I think we need to free that whale, put him on a rocket. <laughs> Yeah, but, you know, Baby Shark, of course, even in water, he can still, like, fly and stuff because you know, it's a it's a kid's movie or whatnot. Kids aren't going to think about that. I know. You got to step back, and, and it's about sparking the imagination and stimulating all of the – oh, God, I hate him. <laughs> but well, I remember vividly the first time that I had some decent psychedelics. I'm thinking to myself, holy shit, this all looks like the artwork that my kindergarten teacher made me do and my preschool teacher – I wonder if all of those like educators and artists and shit and Crayola employees are tripping on acid like motherfuckers. It hasn't been the only thing we were watching on Netflix because it was just last weekend we showed her Beethoven, which is a movie that's pretty close to me because that was the very first movie I saw on the big screen when I was young. It's about a dog, right? Yes. Big old St. Bernard, baby. Yeah. So I was like, well, maybe she's going to want a St. Bernard someday. <laughs> oh, man, I can't imagine that. I mean, yeah, we already got, got a husky. Yeah, you, you guys, oh, you have, you do? I thought you said you had little dogs. You have a husky? All right, so you have I, a I mentioned we had a husky before, yeah. We got okay. the two little ones and a big husky. And, oh, yeah, she's not quite as, a, as a rambunctious as most big dogs can be. I mean, the little ones are a little bit more crazy. <laughs> What did I say? I was I, I, I said on air, my son's Roderick. I think my son was going to be Miss Elizabeth, right? How does your how does your how does your baby? How now? Fuck that. How does the dogs do with the baby? They do pretty good with her, yeah. Are they? Oh yeah. I mean, it's the coolest while. thing in the world. It's the coolest thing in the world to see your dog being like super respectful of your kid. Oh yeah. <laughs> Although she's getting to the stage where she, she will grab onto anybody, start pulling anything. Uh, oh. ears or hair and you know the fur was the dog so we gotta be pretty damn careful oh yeah 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 um when we when we got first got my dog we had no kids right we weren't even married yet but i picked the dog up by his ears and she's like yeah you gotta you grab him by the whiskers like get get the dog you said oh also grab the dog in in between their toes get him used to that shit because kids will do that motherfucker. They dogs hate that <laughs> yeah okay that is it for me all right so do we now move on or are we uh Yep. Another segment. <laughs> Forget. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, we're gonna take a break, and we'll be back. And I'll be doing the movie first, right? No, I didn't. Road trip come no. first. Yeah. Yeah. Never mind. Yep. All yeah, right. So, so I, I, I get. To, I get to go first. You antsy son of a gun. So and so, you fucking. I was about to go really blue there, but YouTube. YouTube has been approaching us. And they want to monetize. No, they really haven't. I'm going to keep swearing. 
But when we come back, lots of swearing and sex and marijuana and stealing a little school bus. So we're going on a road trip. Tiny salmon swimming in a stream. Tiny salmon chasing that impossible dream. The minor bird says, The chimpanzee says, <laughs> The friendly owl says, Ooh, woo-hoo. But the salmon can only say, this nice campus reminds me of all those great college traditions like homecoming we've got chicks for sale getting wasted experimenting touch my chest meeting new people now touch her making homemade sex tapes in your dorm room come on it'll be fun oh i don't think so and of course the most time-honored tradition of all the road trip tell me you mailed the bath tape to tiffany Yes! I have to get to that tape before my girlfriend gets back to her school. You coming? <laughs> what else am I gonna do? Stay here and learn? Road trip. It'll be fine. It's just the wheels. I need to get back on the road. I'll go take care of this. I stole it from a blind chick. <laughs> hey, Josh, we're out of money. If you qualify, you can make a deposit. You're not like most of the girls I know. You're a real woman. Excuse me, but I ordered no sugar. That's good. I've never had sex before. You should hold out. Wait till you're in love. What the hell is that? Did you kill a cheetah? No, these are her underwear. Whoa! Oh, no. Are you here for the feeding? Excuse me? Are there any guys out there who are just normal? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Even if you forget about everything I just said, just remember this. The movie is really good, and you're going to enjoy it because of that goodness. Oh. Ooh, it had an accident. <laughs> oh, did it really? Yeah. Oh, for crying out loud, did it? May 19th, 1999. No, 2000, excuse 2000. me. The movie Road Trip comes out. Directed by Todd Phillips. The name may sound familiar. He oh did Old God. School and a Joker. And the Hangover. Well, he produced the Hangover, didn't he? No, no, he, he directed. No, he directed. Oh, it says producer here. All, okay. all yeah, three directed. movies. Yeah. Imagine going from Road Trip to Joker, man. <laughs> this is a 6.4 on the IMDb rating system. I, I don't know how I, I feel about that. Anyway, we're starting um, Seth Green got the one. as. What's that? <laughs> I said, be happy you got the higher rated one. Yeah, I like both these movies, though. Spoiler alert. Um, Seth Green as Josh. Uh, friend El, wait a minute. What did I did I did I confuse you? Are you mistaken? <laughs> because Brecken Brecken Meyer at this time was just you know the poor man's Seth Green, who is the poor man's Jason Mewes. Let's be real. Amy Sparks in this movie. Um, Ruben 
is in this movie. You know, I don't know who the fuck that guy is. I, I used to um, think this guy was like, I forget his name, but the guy who played the boyfriend in the first scary movie. I used to think that's who this guy was, but now I just found out, oh, he ain't. He wasn't a TV show. I can never place him, though. Oh, Royal Pains. That's right. <clears throat> anyway. Uh, yeah, so there's lots of people in this movie, and I got to keep it tight. Uh, Fred Willard's in this. No, Ward, sorry. Uh, Tom Green, definitely in this movie. Andy Dick's in this movie. As Jake mentioned, Ethan Suplee is in this movie. Lots and lots of people. It's a fun movie. Um, I'm going to go straight to Wikipedia, okay? And that's how I'm going to do this. I-, I will say it starts out with Barry giving a tour of Ithaca College. Like, oh, this something happened, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to tell you a story. Anyway, Josh Parker and Tiffany Henderson were childhood friends, high school sweethearts, in fact, and they try and keep a long-distance relationship as he goes to the University of Ithaca and she goes to the University of Austin. However, he gets nervous when he can't reach her, fearing infidelity. Even so, he regularly mails her VCR videotapes. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, how he is, people. <laughs> 21 years old. Yeah, I think he, they think it's just tender, these videos, and we wouldn't really have much of a movie. <laughs> Josh asks his friend Ruben to mail his tapes to Tiffany. Before leaving for class, Josh's ancient uh, philosophy professor tells him he needs a B on his midterm to pass the semester. Although still worrying about Tiffany, Josh's best friend E.L. convinces him to no, uh, to notice this chick, Beth Wagner, is interested. E.L. is played by Stifler. Yeah, he's basically like, playing the same character, basically. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, he got typecast for a long time. In that role. Yeah. Although around the same time this movie came out was when the first Final Destination came out. He was in that movie, and yeah, it was very against the typecast he was playing at the time, because in this, this movie, he plays a guy who's kind of a loser, and one who gets made fun of by that movie, Stifler. Hey, Jake, knock, knock. Who's there? I just wait for Scott to yell at me. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm not the one who's going to yell at you, and we're fucking run out of time. <laughs> Uh, Jacob, the philosophy TA who's obsessed with Beth, is hostile towards Josh. Uh, he, you know, Stifler's ha- I'm going to call him Stifler. Stifler's having a party, um, <laughs> and he's auctioning off several women, including Beth. Scared of Jacob, she convinces Josh to bid, which is a fun little trope, right? There's a creepy dude, and this is a creepy misogynistic situation, but I'm involved in it. Can you please help me out? And my response to her would be like, how about don't go out there and sell yourself? And she'd be all like, oh, it's for charity, but I got to keep it tight, so I'm going to move on. Uh, then they escape to, to his room and they fuck. Woo, let's go. Uh, the next morning. Going. Oh, with the camcorder. Going. Yes, thank you. That's important for the entire plot of this movie is based on that stupid moment. Ooh. The next morning, Josh arrives to his room in very good mood, of course, confessing that he did sleep with the girl. When his friends play his tape, they believe Ruben mailed the sex tape to Tiffany by accident because it's just him doing his little, you know, confessions and, you know, confusing it with the other. Josh then hears a voicemail from Tiffany saying that he she hasn't called. Wait a minute. Uh, Josh then hears a voicemail from Tiffany saying that she hasn't called as her grandfather has died and she will be away from school until Monday. Oh, we've got a plan. We've got a plot. Let's get into the second act. With E.L. and Ruben, Josh asks Kyle to tag along on a road trip as he needs his car. Kyle, played by the kid from... The new, the fuck? The new, new kid. kid. New Kid. Yeah, I hate that movie. That movie was... But same kind of, like, all those movies. Very, like, fucking... Like, Apatow changed things when he did the same kind of stuff, but better. All these fucking movies are annoying. Uh, Kyle's a shy loner, lives in a constant fear of his overly strict father, who was played by Fred Ward. Uh, the car's owner... They heard they head out what and drive the 1,800 miles to Texas. 
in uh, and back in three days, leaving their friend Barry to take care of Mitch the snake. And that's where you're connected with <laughs> Tom Green. Can I feed the snake, Mitch? Release the fury! Okay. <laughs> After leaving the interstate for some reason in Bedford for uh, what they thought was a shortcut like an asshole, uh, they find a small bridge collapse, realizing that they will waste five hours backtracking. E.L. and Ruben convince uh, them to jump the gap. Dumb. Kyle uh, objects, but they proceed. The guy who owns the car that, you know, should really have the last say. Uh, they make it across, but the car is fucked. They continue <laughs> on foot, stopping in a motel. Ruben tries to buy marijuana from an unsympathetic motel clerk but is informed that Kyle's credit card is maxed out. Ruben, the philosophy guy, the, the pothead. I spent the next four years of my life after this movie, like, like Cartman and the family guy. No, I fucking hate that character. Fuck him. Why do you hate that guy so much? Fuck you. Never mind. Do you, do you know the history of philosophy? Did, did you watch wrestling? Oh, it was so annoying. <laughs> so let's go. Looking for transportation. Stifler persuades a blind woman at a school for the blind into letting them take a bus in for repairs and they resume their journey. It's tough to sit through that at this day and age. <laughs> it's so funny though. She can detect some things and, and as a, like feeding the dog and brawling his eyes at her. <laughs> Meanwhile, Kyle's father, whose name is Earl, good name for, for any Fred Ward, you know, position uh, i discovers the card that I, what i just want to say that i don't blame you i used to confuse ward and willard a lot myself i mean they're both like weirdly traditional handsome men and kind of ward is a comedian i mean willard is definitely a comedian yeah but ward always does funny like he did tremors he was fucking hilarious in tremors anyway oh yeah uh let's see believing uh his son's been kidnapped dad begins searching for kyle when told by the police that the car was found wrecked uh and he is missing they have a series of misadventures on the way. Kyle loses his virginity to a very large black woman who is fucking fine, frankly. Big women who own it are fine as fuck. And, but when you hold up the panties, it's a bit much. <laughs> I had sex last night with another person. What with a girl. Words? No, he says with another person, doesn't he? Oh, yeah, he says with a girl at the sperm bank. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay, you... maybe, maybe it's, I don't, I don't know. Um, anyway. Uh, blah blah blah. So there's a they, they go to a party. In a, in a, is it is it a black fraternity or is it just a fraternity? I forget. Oh, I mean that's all black. No, I'm, 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 am I confusing nerds? No, this is all black. Of uh, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Good. Um. So two of the boys are trying to raise money, making uh, deposits at the sperm bag, and they visit Barry's grandpa. Uh, as Josh's as Josh's books were destroyed in the car wreck, he calls his professor to ask for an extension in the midterm, and Jacob answers the phone, impersonating the professor and granting a fake extension. Jacob, you piece of shit. That's our, that's our uh, antagonist. Aside from our stupid protagonist and his decision-making, the bad guy is a TA. All right, Jake, four more paragraphs. How am I doing on time? <laughs> <laughs> While Barry feeds the snake, <laughs> screaming, release the fury, Mitch! Release! And, and, like, singing songs and just being full-on Tom Green. Uh, Beth comes in looking for Josh, and he tells her that Josh has feelings for her. Jacob walks in, telling her Josh is about to fail philosophy, as he was led to believe he could take uh, that, that retake the exam. Mitch bites Barry's hand. Awesome, because he's you know like <laughs> some of those visuals you just see. I don't know what's funnier, the snake doing its weird like, and that's practical. It looks or 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 what's his name? Barry's reaction to the snake. 
<laughs> bites onto Barry's hand, uh, causing a vicious struggle, ending with Mitch landing on Jacob, squeezing his neck until he loses consciousness. <laughs> Finally getting to Austin and Tiffany's dorm, Josh intercepts the tape just as she arrives. Earl also bursts in, furious over the car, the credit card, threatening to drag Kyle back in with him. Kyle finally stands up to himself, saying that he is going back to school with his friends. Earl assaults him, and a mini riot ensues. You were expecting maybe that dad would be proud of his son? No, he starts to, you know, break the law, basically. Yeah. (laughs) Josh and Tiffany retreat to talk. Then Beth calls him to warn as he has 48 hours to get back to school, or else he will fail his midterm, the course, and possibly kick out of college. Jacob, that bastard, tricked him. While Josh talks on the phone, Tiffany starts to watch the tape with... Luckily, nothing but Barry mooning the camera. Josh uh, and she agree to break up, remaining friends. Then Josh and the crew run back just in time to take his midterm with a little help from Beth, um, which they skip out here is that uh, Ruben teaches him the history of Western philosophy from Socrates up into, um, you know, the Germans and the so forth by starting with, you know, Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon's like Socrates, starts the whole thing, which I take umbrage with. Never mind. As Barry closes the movie by completing uh, the visitor's tour, he confirms that Josh passed the course. Josh and Beth are still dating happily, making videos. <laughs> uh, Jacob eventually dies as a result of leading a cult, staging a mass suicide in which he's the only one that drinks the Kool-Aid, which is hilarious. In Iowa, of all places. <laughs> Ruben becomes a successful marijuana cultivator and lastly relates humorous facts about Stifler and Kyle's futures. They don't go well. Uh, the credits begin to roll while Barry dry humps a mother uh, from the tour group in the middle of campus on the grass. Scott, what do you think of this movie? Road trip. In my well, shortest rundown ever. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> well, you know, this is, uh, it's basically, to me, another one of them just throw on if you got some free time and you're bored with nothing to do with movies. Um, I mean, it's, it's what do you say? I mean, it's, it's just a bunch of guys doing stupid shit for a comedic effect. There you go. Um, I'll I give it a pretty good. All right. Thank you, Jacob. This nigga. Yeah, so this movie came out like I was you know, 14 years old. Yeah, I hadn't turned 15 just yet. And movies so they, like were, that, they like, were targeting you. Oh, yeah. These movies were just made for, you know, 14-year-old me. I mean... You know, of course, I used to watch the Tom Green show a lot. and This is the Tom Green show. And, you know, you know, they really make, you know, Tom Green being the star in this movie, like, up front. Of course, you expect him to go on a road trip himself, but he never does. Yeah, I thought that was a bit of a cop-out, right? Yeah. Yeah, fun fact. Did you know Tom Green dated Drew Barrymore? Yep. Bam. Yeah. Have you ever seen the, the, the Charlie's Angels movie? That's why he's in that movie. Oh. Man, so, watching it now, I mean... I don't know, maybe I just wasn't in the much of this mood to watch it as I was like back in the day. Just wasn't as funny, but it's still laughing at some parts. Like I noticed the funniest parts involve dogs, like when they're going over the. It's because it's your dog. It's not cheating. Blah, 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 blah. And you put peanut butter on your on your cock and balls and the dog licks you <laughs> off. Yeah. It's not cheating because it's your dog. And then at Barry's grandparents place. The talking dog. Yo, man, I got the fucking munchies. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so I say, you know, probably 14-year-old Jake would have given this best, but 
uh, almost 36-year-old Jake gives us a pretty good. Thank you, Jake. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a f- very few years older than Jake, so I was lit to the gills when I saw this movie. And, and at an age when that's that's really like you're, you're, you're out there. And so when the dog was talking, I was like, yeah, that's awesome. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Date night movie early in, in, a, in a relationship that defined my life and, and some some hanky panky afterwards. But then that that truly like, well, it's the spring of our senior year. What's going to happen next fall? Oh, it was, this was a deep movie and experience at the time. But like Jake said, now it's it's, it's just fun to watch. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sticking across the board, not getting too deep because I got to save time. I'm going pretty damn good as well. I love this movie. It's so much fun to watch and, and just having it in so long. It's so dumb and so fun. I also just got ahead. I also love how movies like this made college look so much more exciting for me. Um, oh, yeah. And college was just mostly me just playing video games in between classes. <laughs> I had some misadventures. I also like how this movie is a road trip movie um, or what a road show, whatever they call them, where you're on the road. Well, yeah, it's called uh, all, the road J- trip. <laughs> all the the, the Jane Silent Bob strike back and the reboot. Those are, you know, whatever the term is. is it, I don't think it's road. Tri- it might be road trip, whatever. Um, but they're fun because you got you got the path, the journey, the, the adventure. It all seems to make sense organically as long as the plot isn't completely stupid. It's fun. Oh, yeah. You know what? Speaking of, you did remind me of something I wanted to talk about. Clerk 3 coming. Anybody see? Oh, my God. That's right. That is big news. Yeah. For me. It's I actually got, already done filming. Yeah. And I just want to say, you know, they showed pictures of people in the cast now. Good God. Elias got a little chunky. Yeah, he looks bad. <laughs> well, because he was a kid. Now he's an adult, you know? It he was, was 1922 or whatever when that, that movie came out. You know what I'm hoping that one addresses? I, you know, in the Clerks 2, when we first saw him, he was so excited about live-action Transformers movie. I'm like, <laughs> well, I wonder what he thinks now. <laughs> Explosion. Okay. So that's Road Trip, folks. Let yep. us know what you think when we come back, or maybe we'll just hop into. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll take a break, and when we come back, I will finally be running down without a paddle.
can't commit. I won't play the role of nagging girlfriend anymore. Nagging wife make you happier? Oh, dear God. Dan's a little timid. I'm afraid of cellophane. Like saran wrap? Afraid that somehow it'll get draped over my head and... That's very pathetic. It's very sticky. And Tom's not afraid of anything. Is this Billy's funeral? Is that the corpse of Billy Newwood? Tom, where'd you guys park? But for three childhood friends... Let's take the trip. I have responsibilities. The answers to their problems... I hate you guys. ...are out there. Hey, look, a deer. From Paramount Pictures. Just passing through? We're just taking a trip. You make a couple mistakes up there, you gone. Tom, you're a Boy Scout? No, but I had a brownie once. <laughs> Friendship is a journey. I'm in over my head! Don't tell me that! That's it, this is over! I agree. Let's just swim up that waterfall, back over 20 miles of river, and wait for a rescue boat. Hey, up here! And life is a trip. All right, we'll climb the tree and maybe we'll see the way out of here. Tom, do you see anything? <sighs> Oh, that's it. Cleaner. Let us nurture you. I've been told I give a very good uh, calf massage. If you want to roll down those stockings. Like... Stockings. I'm all natural. Supernatural. <laughs> After everything we've been through, I finally run out of things to be afraid of. What doesn't kill you. Stay calm. It won't bother you if you're in the fetal position. Abort the fetal position! Makes you stronger. Whatever it is you fellas are looking for, you gotta go out and get it. And you gotta go right now. Not right now, you idiots. Seth Green, Matthew Lillard, Dax Shepard, and Burt Reynolds. I learned a little something some the last couple days. I have two of the best friends anyone could ever ask for. Stop dropping roll! Without a paddle. Our only chance is to huddle together for once. I, for one, choose death. My mind's telling me no. <sighs> but my body's telling me yes. <gasps> This never leaves the cave. And we're back. Without a paddle from 2004. Gets a what on IMDb, Jake? 5.9. Ooh, that's less than mine. Oh, I told okay. you, you got the better. <laughs> I know. I'm just being facetious. The uh, director is Stephen Brill. Uh, let's look at the movies he did. He did a few Adam Sandler movies. He did Heavy Weights. Oh, he did the latest Adam Sandler movie, Hoobie Halloween. And he, oh, he's done the the Mighty Ducks Game Changers as well. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. He's uh, he did. He should have done the originals too. Can we move on? I'm feeling a little woozy here. <laughs> I like that because, of course, first build is Matthew Lillard. Stu. Fucking shaggy. Brecken Myers is in this movie. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait. No, I'm sorry. Seth Green. I get him confused. Yeah. You know, Dax Shepard. I love Dax. <laughs> I love Dax and Baby. Oh, fuck. Baby Mama. Baby Mama was one of the movies that we watched in, in the movie night weekends. and I fucking love that movie. Dax Shepard is hilarious. Yeah, and man, that guy's married to Kristen Bell. What a lucky guy. Scott, start talking. All right, well. I'm not, well, je- I'm not, je- I'm not jealous of that at all, what Jake just said. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sorry, but I love her and fanboys, and, and that's like no one is known in that. Like when, she, when, when they were doing that movie, nobody knew anybody. And fucking, uh, what's his name, Fulger, the Jack Black guy, her. Fuck, we need to do fanboys. I'm going to shut up now.
Well, we also said, uh, or Jake also said, you know, Ethan Supley. Yeah, a fat Ethan Supley, not a not a today's Ethan Supley. He looks amazing. That dude, <laughs> I love the Ethan Supley. And yo, know, when he was on Rogan's and yo, know, fuck Joe Rogan lately. Uh, but when he was on Rogan's podcast, he is humble. Supli, the man's name should be humble. He's he's the sweetest big man ever. And when he was on the, the commentaries every once in a while for like a Kevin Smith movie or, or like a, a feature documentary, whatever, he's just a soft spoken fucking hilarious. I love Ethan Supli. That dude is my dude. I love that guy. And there's another big name in this, but that's a surprise we should say for when it comes up. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's get into this. Uh, IMDB, thank you very much for the synopsis. <laughs> We're not phoning it in. We just got families. <laughs> <laughs> Ten years after graduating high school, three friends, Jerry, Dan, and Tom, find out that their, uh, their childhood friend, Billy, died in a parasailing accident in Costa Rica. Because, of course, you go parasailing in Costa Rica. Bad you shit know, happens. That's where I mean, the dinosaurs you, are. If you go ziplining, Toby ends up in a hospital. Like, it's not good. Uh, yeah, Dougie. I, I, I don't mean to interrupt, but I can't believe because Seth Green, we got to, got to talk about Howard the Duck. Did you just apologize for interrupting? Was that a slight against me? Are you fucking making fun of me? You know what? I'm leaving this room. I don't even care anymore. I can't look at your face. Fuck you. <laughs> Well, speaking of Costa Rica, I watched Camp Cretaceous. I forgot about that. I don't know what that um, is. It's a Jurassic Park. Show. Oh, okay. B, it's, yeah, it's a B Netflix. movie. Oh, wait, no, the, the, the TV show? Yeah. I watched that, too. Oh, my God, it's so fun. Well, uh, after the burial, they take a trip down uh, memory lane and enter their old treehouse where the four hung out when they were children. They find a map leading to a D.B. Cooper's Lost Treasure that Billy had apparently been working on his entire life. Well, Dan, he takes a break from his job as a doctor and joins Jerry and Tom on a camping trip to find the treasure, because, of course. And, God, we know what happened to D.B. Cooper. He was actually Loki. <laughs> yeah. I don't, on, the, on the superhero trick, I'd like to point out that the guy that plays Billy is Homelander. That's why he looks so goddamn familiar oh, to the boys. Really? Yeah, man. Anthony Starr. Yeah. Well, they take a canoe down the river to find uh, Grandpa's Nose, a rock formation, and, you know, they stay on the riverside for the night. Uh, standing around the campfire, they discover they forgot to bring food. So Tom goes out to catch some fish. Despite his shining skills... Nothing? Nothing there, Sean? I'm just stuck on, I'm Tom Bodet. I'll leave the light on for you. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I said Shining. I know, that's why I missed the reference, because in my head, I'm like, <laughs> fucking stupid commercial boy. <laughs> Shut up, you want to get food? There you go. Well, a grizzly bear ends up showing up, and it, it chases the group away. Well, Dan, he trips, and is, you know, he's caught up by the bear. Uh, and apparently, it thinks that Dan is, is its cub. It's, uh, it ends up picking him up and walking him over to the nest. and a ends hilarious up, scene. <laughs> forces him to eat a mutilated dead squirrel. <laughs> I like to, I like to point out that this is not the big cameo that Jake was mentioning, but this is Bart the Bear, the Bart the Bear. Oh, you all mean, of the things. 
Oh, you mean? It's like Titanic, but with bears. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dan, he manages to escape, and uh, the trio end up sleeping in a tree. In the morning, they find all of their gear ripped up and completely just destroyed by the bear. Even Dan's cell phone, which the animal swallowed. The bear... Uh, blah, blah, blah. They, uh, the bear they find to their dismay had also ripped a hole in their map, so they don't know where the fuck they're going. Well, the trio, they take off uh, down the river, but unable to read the map, they go the wrong way, and they end up fucking heading into some rapids, and they're basically very lucky to be alive because they're nearly killed yeah, because and- these fucking rapids. And I just read that all three of these guys did their own stunt for this movie. Damn. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, they were young and in their 20s. Like, oh, fuck, girls go. I think think they were well in their 30s at this point, actually. Movie came out in 2004. Seth Green was born in 74, 74 to 94, is 20. Not yet in his 30s when the movie came out. The movie came out and he turned 30. Yeah, Matthew Lillard was... But uh, I think 27 when he did the first screen, which was 96. So, yeah. Well, the, so, yeah, Lillard was 34. And they end up uh, falling off a giant waterfall. Apparently, they end up landing safely in a belly of water. Unfortunately, their canoe is smashed to pieces. Well, they take off into the woods with a compass and find themselves on a pot farm. In which two violent farmers, Dennis and Elwood... If only they had called him Elwood and Jake. <laughs> nah. And their two dogs, Leonard and Skinner. <laughs> <laughs> well, the uh, they mistake them for thieves and start uh, shooting at them. Uh, the friends escape into the farm, but uh, the security flares go off, and they hit a growth, causing uh, a bunch of smoke to uh, wallow around and get the trio effectively stoned. <laughs> While the nice. uh, the farmers wearing bandanas over their faces are on the trail, the guys fall into a pond and uh, they barely escape. Uh, they end up using reeds to breathe from underwater, which is very. Yeah, so it's always wondered. I've always wondered like how accurate that actually is. Yeah, of course it is. The, the bamboo reeds are just straws, man. As long as you can breathe, you can breathe. <sighs> Like, like that's that's got to breathe be. in slowly and calmly and breathe out slowly and calmly. You'll be fine. Well, the farmers, they take off and the guys, they run into the woods in the morning. The farmers find their crop burned and they set off to kill Jerry, Dan and Tom. Well, the trio, they meet two hippie girls far into the forest who treat the men with food, communication and love up in their huge tree. Vaginas. <laughs> Using the radio, the farmers find them and attempt to cut down the tree. Well, both distressing and enraging the hippie girls. Uh, they drop paper bags full of feces at the farmers to distract them. While the where'd guys... you guys get all that? Where'd you get all that feces? You see a toilet around here? Right. Well, half naked, the guys are lost in the woods while. It's uh, pouring rain. The only way they have to survive is to hold on to each other for warmth. 
it's not in the uh, in the thing here, but uh, funny enough, they all start huddling together. <laughs> in the background. And yeah, let's just say Dan he gets a little chubby. <laughs> and well, well, I mean, you can't really blame him. Like Jerry started talking about those girls, and like, um, you know, talking about some hot girls doing some stuff is not a good idea when you're in your underwear public close to another guy. No. <laughs> well, sometimes your brain just goes there. I mean, I mean, you know, sometimes, you know, you want to take your mind off the guy like huddled next to you. You start thinking about the girl that you were fucking last night. You know, I, it happens. I mean, it probably would have happened probably in the morning, you know, morning would. But <laughs> well, suddenly they're caught by a man living up in the mountains who takes them up uh, to his hut and provides them with clothes. The man Del? is named Del Knox, Del a.k.a. Knox. Burt Reynolds. Yeah. AKA DB Cooper. Actually, DB Cooper's partner before his death. What? <laughs> twist upon twist upon twist. Well, the next morning, the farmers find them and they just fucking light up the house. The guys they escape while Del Knox shoots at the two bald, uh, the two bad guys with his uh, revolver. The guys stumble upon the site in which DB crash-landed, discovering his corpse along with the suitcase holding the money. It turns out that DB burned his share of the money just for a few more minutes of life, in which, therefore, is the true treasure, life. So, they then toss, you know, their valuable possessions on his body, including Dan's C-3PO action figure, Jerry's Brian Bosworth card, and Tom's condom. The only way out of the cave is for Dan to crawl through a small tunnel. Uh, the farmers, they find Jerry and Tom below, and Dan comes out from the ground and hits both of the, the bad guys with a log. The farmers, they fall down, and a <laughs> big fight is, you know, engaged. Uh, there's a, there's a, lot of, a lot of fighting going on, and eventually the sheriff... From the beginning of the movie that I never talked about, who walked up to the boys and started questioning them because, you know, he's dirty. Spoiler alert. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he shows up and calls the bad guys idiots and, you know, says, hey, I've been running, running around this mountain for three fucking days looking for you. And, you know, well. Yeah, the the three are cornered, and Jerry, who took one of the farmer's grenades, flips off the pin but accidentally drops it. Moments before it blows, he throws it towards the bad guys. It explodes, causing a tree to fall on the farmers and the sheriff. The three bad guys are then arrested. In the end, Jerry, Dan, and Tom earn half of the remaining money from D.B. Cooper's partner. Jerry proposes to his girlfriend, Dan starts a relationship with one of the hippie girls and gets laid for the first time, and Tom is a camp counselor for a children's summer camp who ends up telling his troop all about the camping trip. I want that downstairs. <laughs> well, that's the end of this movie. <laughs> Alright, well, you know what, Sean, what do you think? Thank you, Javi. Mucho gusto, and, and I, wherever you are in the world, my very good friends, they, you know, you go to friends' houses, you, you, you hang out, you imbibe, you smoke, you, you, you eat, you, 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 you connect, you have, it's like dinner parties and shit. Anyway, we'd watch movies. 
one of the movies that they put on for me that I'd never seen at this point in my life, which is like 2006 or five. They had a DVD of fucking without a paddle. Like, oh yeah. Okay. Let's watch that. It was, it was pretty fun. Um, to watch, but like, yeah, the production value, this movie is not a great movie, but it's a lot of fun. It was filmed in New Zealand. So it was beautiful, but, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I love Ethan Suplee, uh, and Larry Kubiak from Parker Lewis. Can't lose is the other bad guy. Well, uh, who's, who was in ER. He's been in a lot of shit, but man, I love that guy. He's one of the, the, the quintessential bully bad guy, actors from when I was a kid. Uh, Parker Lewis can't lose. Look into it. It's a great show. I think this movie's okay. I like this movie. I, I enjoy this movie. I'm not going to go out of my way to watch this movie. It was fun to, to you know, look at it again. But uh, that's, that's about where I stand. <laughs> like I said, I'm not going out of my way to try and catch a Seth Green joint unless it's Robot Chicken or that the movie with the hand. Idle hands, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just okay. Yeah, too bad you missed that. I, uh, that was an early, early show we did. <laughs> I, I want to say probably we just were still on the double digits when we did that one. Am I right, Scott? Uh, yeah. Well, you know what they say, early shows are the devil's plaything. <laughs> All right, Jake. Okay. So this would be my second time seeing a movie. And, you know, I went to see this when it came out and... Yeah, a little different stage from Road Trip because this came out in 2004 and I just graduated high school, was about to enter college. Yeah, I think I probably enjoyed it then, but, you know, again, like I said, this time was my second time viewing a movie and I don't know, man. You know, I love Seth Green, love Matthew Lillard and Dax Shepard, but I didn't find myself laughing as much with this one as I should have been. Did you not buy them as friends in the second viewing? Like, okay, I see you guys acting, but I don't I mean, see you guys like, like, are you really friends? I mean, I maybe I could see it. I don't know. But, yeah. I mean, of course, in this movie, it just also seems like it's really playing on the serious moments a lot more, it seems, than the funny scenes. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what else to say with this. Like, I'll, I'll go with Sean and say it's just okay. Wow. So, Scott, what do you think? Two just okay's. I guess I'm uh, I'm in the minority on this one. Oh, I thought we were gonna have a show with a sweep of agreed <laughs> opinions. <laughs> I uh, I enjoy this one. You know, it's just another one of them. You know, just throw on when you're bored type movies. You know, it's it's not a two take serious type movie. No, like I said, it's, it's a movie that stoners are gonna put on to fall asleep to. Yeah. You know, I, I like the the cast. These three guys together. They, I think their on screen chemistry was pretty good. Um, yeah, they looked like, like, they, looked guys, like they were having fun. They looked like they enjoyed. Yeah, yeah. That's really all you need for me right now in my mind state to have me like in a movie. So I, I'm gonna go pretty good with this one as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean probably one of the best shows we could do to keep short because uh, I mean, not too much to say about these movies, not very deep movies. I like the poster for without a paddle. Yeah. It's simple. I just, I just like the, you know, the visual of like you're, you're, you're in over your head. <laughs> <laughs> so 
<sighs> next time, well, I don't, I don't think we still have it picked out what the show next time is going to be. But we're going to be changing things up a little, people. I mean, I don't know. I feel like lately, you know, ever since my big change, you know, you know, we've been kind of like rushing through the episodes. And, you know, it's, and last episode, I don't feel like I really was into it. So we're saying we're just going to keep it to one movie an episode for now. Yeah, we're really uh, following that road all my heroes took. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, man, I mean, we were going down that path. I mean, we were starting off two movies every week. And then after a while, I was like, OK, let's do every other week and whatnot. And now we're like, well, now we're doing an episode every other month. And <laughs> now we have to <laughs> get down to one movie. Yeah, we're although I will say we probably at least passed the number of episodes for All My Heroes, though. They never reached 200. <laughs> I, the, the reason we're doing it is more or less just so we can focus on one movie and really dive deeper into it. Yeah, uh, you guys, you guys are being nice. I made the suggestion because I'm annoyed that I have to be fucking restricted. <laughs> <laughs> just, just because like the two movie system, we're kind of rushing through it so that we could have enough time to you know get through it all. You want to enjoy so, that. You want to enjoy that meal. You want to let all of the fucking, you know, senses be, you know, stimulated. We're trying to fucking get back to the basics of why we talk about movies, man. It's not about getting through the, the synopsis. It's about what do you think of this scene? Oh, my God. And like Jake said, the score wasn't great in the sequel. I wanted to spend more time talking about the score, but we don't have time. I don't often talk about, like, the music in movies, but shit makes the experience. Wait, the score you talking about, IMDb or music score? Oh, I thought you were talking about, no, 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 when, when you're talking about the, yep, see, there you go. So <laughs> miscommunication, miscommunication could have become comedy gold. I could have gone on about John Williams and stupid shit, and Jake would have just been like, no, 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 Sean, I just meant it was a 5.9. Fucking brilliant. That could have been so funny. So that's why we're doing it. Yeah. I mean, so, we just, the, the hardest part is going to be finding the time to right. do it everybody there's been a lot of changes this year for all they of don't us. care about our so, lives they're too obsessed with their own finding the time to sit down and actually record is is the hardest thing for us to do right now oh One yeah of the suggestions was that we record on piecemeal and just kind of record our thoughts and send them to jake but i'm glad that jake was like fuck that dude we need to you know, like that's the back and forth fuck no so finding yeah. time, yeah. Scott's got a job, y'all. Yay! I finally was able to get you to get a job. Proud of you. I didn't get a job for you. I got it for no, me. No, but you got a job, and I'm proud of you, fucker. I got it because it's boring sitting at home playing video games all day. Believe yeah, me, and, it and, sounds amazing, but after seven years of it, it's old and it's beyond boring. I mean. I like this because you can really listen to our podcast from beginning to right now and recognize the, the changes that, that young white men go through. <laughs> Scott, white like, man. Like, what, what were you, 20 when this shit started? Now you're 27, 28, 35. Well, things change as you move on. And, and you, you know, he's this a human being in his mid-20s. Like, oh, I think it's about time I get a fucking job because, you know, maybe one day I won't be able to, you know, sit on my ass all the time. <laughs> 
time. Versus some older motherfuckers like, oh, fuck, I didn't have a kid when this started. Now I've got two. And, and Jake's like, oh, fuck, I got a kid. We should put a podcast in the Library of Congress so that everybody can see what it's like to be us. I don't think people care. We don't get feedback. Yeah. <laughs> I, I haven't checked the last, you know, the download. When we were consistent, show. when we were all together for a couple of years, we, had, we, had, we were up there with downloads. We had several, you know, tens. It was like 37 <laughs> at one point. Several tens. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so like I said, it's just going to be um, one episode, and you know we're changing it up also a bit because you know since it's going to be one episode, it's just going to be the the person's pick, you know, no genre after genre type with this one. Yeah, we're this is, if we want to do action six weeks in a row, we're going to do it. We also haven't hammered that down. I think we should still do that. I think we should be fucking restricted into like, all right, so it's Scott's pick when we start this process. So then whoever goes after Scott should probably try and follow suit with whatever the genre was. And then, you know, if someone throws it off, it's a big conversation. You asshole, why'd you do that? Anyway, we're watching <laughs> this movie now. Anyway, we're going to have some fun with the format. Yeah. I guess so. Scott is first and he still hasn't picked out, right? Have you? Or? It's, uh, honestly, doing the show with you guys, I've actually added a movie to the thing, so no. I mean, it's it's a tie-up between Terror Vision and Tremors. Mm, okay, then okay. let's do Tremors. I wanted to just, I'm, I'm, I'm voting for Tremors. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know we put it up to a vote. I don't care. I just, I'm speaking my mind. <laughs> when uh, we decide to actually finally figure out when we're going to do the fucking show, uh, yeah, you'll... Uh, We'll call each and every one of you on your, on your cell phones. <laughs> yeah. We'll let you know. Yeah, I'll send, send us a, send us in your numbers and in, in, in the email. <laughs> we'll, we'll get it. We'll get a hold of you. That uh, said, I mean, if you want to reach out and 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 get a hold of the unholy mofos, yeah, tell unholy. us to record more. Yeah, yeah, guys. I mean, I don't. I haven't even heard from Stan on Facebook at all lately. I, I don't know. Stan's been, we've been over this. <laughs> Stan's the man. Don't ever forget it. If you want to get all of us, you can email us at. I just said unholymofos at gmail.com. Did I? And, and then and then you talked about Stan. So, Scott. Don't get a hold of me. I don't like social media. Yeah, I think we're next Dude, you're, to. you're ruining the dynamic of the, of the, the <laughs> outro of the excitation. <laughs> I do that. You don't do that. Uh... Write, write a, a special word on a magical piece of paper. Burn it up <laughs> in a campfire, <laughs> and it'll appear in front of me. See, now, yeah, you you, you can't get away from the, the best one I ever did, which is like, if you'd like to get all of us, I'd like you to write your message on a piece of paper. Roll it up real tight. And then Scott thought I was going to say, shove it up your ass, and then light it on fire and fucking shove it up your ass. Um. Yeah, so thank you, Jake, and and you know, get all of us. Let's let's have some thoughts and opinions. We want to hear from you. If you listen to this show to this point, like you, you should probably tell us why you did that. Yeah, what, what's wrong with you? Why? <laughs> what's you going on? Your, what's going on in your life that you have the kind of time to listen to the three of us yammer on about nothing? Until next time. Yes, until Scott's pick of whatever. Peace out. Later, fuckers. Who says?
Both these movies have in common. Both these movies also had straight to DVD sequels that both came out in 2009, I noticed. And well, of course, you know, looking at the IMDb of both those sequels, uh, the score for those are not good. I had the perfect trend. I said without a paddle, we could have just stopped right there and transitioned to the break. Uh, of course, these sequels suck. Of course, they do. I don't think I will ever watch them. I have never seen either one of them. Yeah. Or any of the American Pie sequels. (laughs) Honestly, I would say let's leave it to Jake, but I doubt he's got the time nowadays. Yeah. Yeah, life's a little too short these days for me (laughs) (laughs) to watch shitty movies. I I would say also the other thing they have in common is both these sequels have, like, nobody from the original, but Okay, in the road trip sequel, the first cast member build is DJ Qualls as Kyle, so he returns at least. Cool. Okay. I hate you, Kenny. I hate you, Kenny. So I've got a fucking movie. Who wants to fucking touch me? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we so need to get on break. So fucking we are on break yet. Oh, time. we are? I thought we were recording all that. I haven't seen well, the stuff. It'll be in the outtakes. <laughs> yeah, I haven't posted good outtakes in a while. That should be a good one. 